following program contains controversial subject matter. Your discretion is advised. What's the buzz is on the air. It's Thursday night. I was just about to say it's Friday night. No, it's Thursday night. And we are going to have some fun and maybe travel down a rabbit hole too. Hello, everybody. I'm Mad Dog DeCipio. Welcome once again to What's the Buzz. Twice this week, Amelia. What's the buzz? Hit it twice this week. Uh, Our thanks to Pearl Jr. for last night's incredible episode on Michael Jackson. Pearl, at some point, will be back with us, uh, hopefully as a guest. I'd like to have her back, uh, but she's a very busy lady. So uh, we want to thank her for her time last night. Uh, yes. Amelia. Yes. What about that show last night? Oh, it was incredible. We learned good. a lot more. Yeah, that was a good one. That yes, was it was. One. So I want to do something a little different tonight, Amelia. Yes. I'm going to let you introduce our guest. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome back Mr. Bruce Clark. How well, are you doing this evening? An intro. <laughs> There's a oh. hell of an intro. You say, ladies and gentlemen, noted author, distinguished <laughs> fellow, Bruce Clark invented that convenience for you, the stadium and arena cup holder, a man of many <laughs> trades and talents. That's an introduction. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Clark. The there you that? go. There Bruce, you go. we do okay for you? <laughs> I like that one better. Oh, you, you know, like that one better? <laughs> well, uh, sir comes in nice, uh, you know, the great one, you know. You there know. You oh, go. yeah, I see he wanted you Absolutely. to tell him the great one. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, Bruce Clark is my friend. He's also mm-hmm. a frequent guest here. Get used to seeing Bruce because he's yes. going to join the team for the next three months or so. And uh, we got some, some interesting topic. We are veering away from our cutesy celebrity interviews mm-hmm. for a while. And uh, our sports interviews, we're going to veer away from that. We're going to do some hard-hitting news and some conspiracy stuff. Uh, by the way, genuine conspiracy, not these conspiracy kooks that you see uh, on these Facebook pages. This is the real stuff, okay? Oh, absolutely. This is not where is Elvis, okay? This is a whole level of conspiracy, uh, that un- unbeknownst to many of you. But we are going to talk tonight about some of them rabbit holes that uh, that Bruce and I once in a while like to climb down and always always manage to find our way out of. <laughs> a bust. So, uh, a bust. Let, there is a conspiracy now, Bruce. Let's get right into it. There is a conspiracy rolling around the country right now. And it's got a little bit of legs if you think about it. That Joe Biden, the president of this country, is not really Joe Biden. They a say clone. a clone. Yeah, I've been yeah. here. I've been reading about those clones. A lot of them. Hillary's a clone. They even had one deal where they showed her earlobes are so different from one photo to another photo. And, yeah. Uh, there, there's so many clones out there. I can't keep up. 
and yeah. you know what? I, I've been studying stuff for a long time, and cloning is a reality, I believe. True. And um, who knows? I, I don't know. Well, yeah. according to certain individuals who run an, a newspaper called uh, Government Underground, mm-hmm. according to them, Hillary Clinton was was um, was killed at Guantanamo Bay by firing squad. Right. Yep. And, I saw the same story. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So you know what? I'm, I'm that I'm not making this shit up. Okay? So she knew too much, huh? Already. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, if, if they had her. They may as well have taken her husband to it. The same deal. Might okay? as well. So. Well, if they're doing all this stuff, then why? Crazy. How can they be letting? What's going on with our ruining our economy? Come to exactly. I have the answer to that. Killing all the bad guys. I have the answer to that. And and as strange as it it doesn't really sound that strange, actually, as strange as it may sound to some people, the idea behind destroying the economy as it is now is to allow the power brokers and the elite those who already have money to come in, swoop everything up, look like heroes for a short period of time and then control every nickel, every penny, every dime, which is basically what they're doing yeah. anyway. You, the, the Illuminati is real. Yeah. The, the, the council of nine is real. These are real, real people. Yeah. Yes. Wob. Mm-hmm. I mean, the World Economic Forum, the uh, Forum, yeah. Council of Foreign Relations, Bilderbergs. I mean, you know, I've yes. heard about all those, okay? They're uh-huh. all, are they the same people that go to all those different groups? Yes. Right. Or are they all different people? And if they are mm-hmm. different, well, I would surmise that they take the top of each one of them. Yes, all, absolutely. Wh- wherever, Bilderberg or Davos, Davos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my contention would be that they are all knowledgeable of one another. That that would be my first thing. I think they all know of each other. Uh, the power of brokers, the power elite, all, you know, they, they gather in the same circles. They travel in the same circles. Just like, you know, the poor and the middle class. That's, that's their circle of, of uh, yeah. comfort. Circles comfort of zone, rather. You bet. So, and I would, I would uh, argue that they they have knowledge of each other, particularly people who partake in Bilderberg and Council of Nine, because it's the same families, and we are talking about family structures. Let's make no mistake about it: the Rothschilds, the Duponts, yeah. bloodline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, these are all families. The that's, bushes. that's how the story goes. Yeah. So are we um, consp- global conspiracy theorists, or are they real, Bruce, or are we all nuts? Oh, we're not nuts, man. I mean, you know, these guys really do meet. And they, yeah. in, in the Council of, or uh, the uh, World Economic Forum, you've heard Mr. Schwab speak. You've heard a lot of his m- minions speak. And they talk about some very heavy, serious stuff that has a huge global effect on everybody. So yeah. you gotta—you you can't just listen to him and think that that's a conspiracy theory. We're hearing it from his mouth, and it 
it's some scary stuff. You know, what do they just say? You will, um, you will own nothing and you will like it. Something like that. That was one of the quotes yeah. there that uh, just sounds insane. You know, it's got to it be. It sounds a- fucking sinister is what it sounds. Oh, huge, huge, huge. You know, and we've mentioned before how we are up against, you know, it's not just uh, the left and the right, Republicans, Democrats, uh, rich and poor. Uh, I think it's boiled nowadays down to uh, spiritual warfare, good and evil, good and oh, evil. Oh, boy. Hello. Well, that I- you know what's funny? That the conspiracy theory world is, and people need to take note of what I'm saying. The, the so-called conspiracy nut, most of those spirit conspiracy nuts are spiritually minded people. A lot of them go to church. A lot of them are in church. Um, what's the word I'm looking for, Amelia? Um, church facsimiles, uh, church uh, groupings, mm-hmm. um, religious organizations, if you want to use that word. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people are, are part of that hierarchy. So you know they're talking amongst themselves. I'm a Christian. I'm a mm-hmm. devout Christian, and yet I study ufology. I've been studying for 20, 30 years, and I've got some very mm-hmm. uh, strong beliefs in that. And mm-hmm. I've even had to wrestle with uh, – have you ever heard of Serpo.org? Absolutely. Oh, yes. my gosh. That – all the studying I've done, Serpo puts it all together. Yep. The one big story of what I really think is happening. And what they mentioned there is that the Evans apparently sent down a, um, a helper for us 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. So the question is, who? who, who? Uh, Confucius? Jesus? Uh, Muhammad? I mean, who? But they don't say. They well, don't say. it depends. That's the question. So as a Christian, I, thought, I love this. Oh, this my God. Great. Can this be? <laughs> Jesus is an alien. No, no. <laughs> but you know what? After a week of, of distressful pondering, yeah. I came to the conclusion that, okay, all right, you know, okay, I, I still, I'll take the Bible's word for it that he was born a virgin. However, if you want to run as a conspiracy theorist that Jesus was uh, of an alien that was sent here to help us, I look at what he thinks, love, which you just can't beat that. And I look at redemption, you know, you know, learn from your mistakes and, you know, repent and go on in life and be good. Follow Jesus, okay? So I thought, okay, if an alien sent a guy like that, I have no problem following him. Right. Good message. No problem. So that's how I wrestled through that dilemma of what's a alien researcher christians supposed to think you know and so you know bruce are you familiar with uh, ezekiel's wheel oh yeah ezekiel our first chapter uh talking about this fiery wheels within a wheel that came down sure yeah okay oh. for people who who don't know what i'm talking about in the bible if you if you talk if you talk to bible scholars and ask them what was Ezekiel's wheel, they will tantamount that story into a space satellite because that's what it looks like. It looks like a satellite. It's essentially a turning wheel. And and, and we have them now. There's so many mysteries in the Bible. You know, anyone who claims they have a finger on every aspect, 
because you know the nephilim now there's another conspiracy theory oh my goodness you know these nephilims were giants and and yeah and i've been hearing okay here's another conspiracy theory about giants did you hear and i've heard this one from numerous sources from different perspectives during uh i believe it was iraq or afghanistan some special forces were wiped out absolutely wiped out right. uh, by a cave and it was and so they sent in another group of seals right the first guy that got close to the cave had this 20 foot spear run right through him did you hear this about yeah that? yep i know oh, exactly what you're talking about yeah these guys it's put up hell. this thing was eating people it was ripping them apart by their mm -hmm. it was just huge they ended up killing it they ended up a lot of headshots and they killed it and there was an artist's rendition of what it looked like it had six fingers yeah and it was just brutal and mean um and It's just one story, okay? But it's well, there are many stories mm -hmm. like that, Bruce. Um, we know factually now that Nephilim did exist. They were the giants that roamed. They uh, they were the the giants of heaven that uh, intermingled with the you know Human. with the creatures of earth, yeah. the women of earth. Yeah. Um, we know that they were real because they had flesh and bone, and we have the bone. And we have a lot of bone, and all over this, this uh, not only this this continent, but oh, every other, continent around the world. Yeah, around the world. Know, here's bringing up the giants. You know, I always see images, mm -hmm. always photographs of these huge skeletons. You know, in a yeah, where they're digging them up, and you know they show the humans next to them and whatnot. And there's many out there, many, many, many. What mm -hmm. uh ticks me off i wish i could see a video show me a video yeah i have not seen a one i can show you video of, i've of, seen of, it and I, skeleton yep i i've seen it and i have it cool. one thing that i'm very good at is when i see something on youtube i capture it on video my video so they can't take it down yeah good and i keep it for my private posterity but I use them a lot. Amelia will tell you. I've, yes. used, I've used clips on this show you will not ever see anywhere else. No. Nowhere cool. else. Cool. Um, let's do this because I want to cover a lot of different subjects tonight. Mm -hmm. This is our kickoff show. Yes. We, and so Bruce and I just talked about the Nephilim and Giants. Mm -hmm. And uh, we will talk. That will be a, a subject of conversation one night. Oh, we'll yeah. We'll talk about is Joe Biden a clone? Is he the real Joe? What happened to his ears and his nose? We're going to talk about that. Before we do, I want to um, show Amelia's favorite show and tell time. Part of it, right? Because yeah, <laughs> got more. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, you know what, Amelia? Maybe I'll just mm -hmm. let them wait a little bit for show and tell. Yeah, we could show. a little bit. <laughs> so, Amelia, well, you yes. came into the conspiracy world how long ago? Because I, I know you and say... I talked about this when we first met. Right. And then I, I I went to think about it a little bit more too because I remember that you and I talked about it and I remember seeing an article when I was a little girl, remember when Elvis died. I was telling you about that as well, mm -hmm. and when Elvis died, a statue does not, uh, you know, you know when wax statues they sweat in the heat, yeah. and a dead body does not sweat. 
Right. And I remember seeing an article that Elvis Presley was sweating, and I was like, wait a minute, he's dead. Why is he sweating? Yeah. And that, to me, was rolling in my head, like, wait a minute, he's dead. He's not supposed to sweat. And you were how old at the time? I was, I was, I was born in 71, so I was at least five, six years old when he died. Okay, so when, well, yeah, you were six when he passed. You were born mm-hmm. in 71. Yes, and I was a little girl. Yeah. And I was a little girl, and I was like, wait a minute, Mommy, why, why is in this paper? Why is he sweating? Mm-hmm. A dead body's not supposed to sweat. She's like, oh, just don't worry about it. And, you know, so she kind of passed it on. And I'm like, well, mommy, I'm curious. And yeah. ever since then, I was curious and tried to find out more about it as a little girl. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. interesting. Bruce, your, uh, your take on this. On Elvis sweating? Yeah, he was well, very young, too, in the casket. Sweating. And he you was know, very young in the casket. Real skinny. You look at his latest... Uh, performance and he did not look good he did and not he just mm-hmm. abused himself and died i i really am not aware of him sweating i haven't heard that yeah. one so i'm not a good one to ask yeah. i do believe he's dead you know it kind of falls along the lines of um john f kennedy jr you yeah. know the q there's more to that one too absolutely oh, there's legs to that one yes well you know what i'm a pilot mm-hmm and I and I know how disorientated one can be if they're not paying attention, if they don't believe their gauges. And the horizon just melts in with the sea. And, you know, I read a lot of stuff about that event, and I don't doubt that it really happened. He's really dead. But, hey, yeah. so, I, you know, that's just me. And oh, I don't, I don't doubt that he's dead either, but I think the mechanism by which his death was caused is... The conspiracy, in my in my opinion, exactly because he is an expert expert pilot. No, expert he was pilot. fairly new. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he was not that. Yeah, he he wasn't as skilled, Amelia, really. as people mm-hmm. thought. No, mm-hmm. he was and not. Bruce is absolutely right mm-hmm. about that. Really, because that's what I heard in the news. The opposite. I heard he was expert. So see, there are so many Yo, different theories right there. News, my lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, if, I, if you look mm-hmm. the, by virtue of the fact mm-hmm. that you have a pilot's license. Mm-hmm. You you know something. You've got some knowledge. Yeah. But even the most skilled and ardent of pilots mm-hmm. make mistakes. Right. You know, you have mm-hmm. a whole squadron of airplanes at the bottom of the Bermuda Triangle. Absolutely. So apparently at least five pilots got mm-hmm. disoriented altogether. Yeah. That, by the way, is another topic of conversation mm-hmm. on the conspiracy filed um um, uh, hit parade. We're gonna triangle. We're gonna do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do want to hit some pictures tonight. Yes. Bruce, oh, absolutely. This. What is the oh, glasses time? <laughs> no. We'll wait for you, Bruce. There you go. Okay. So what do you want? Nine eleven. Oh boy. You know, I'm yes. sorry. I don't buy that one. The no. tower yeah. take down intentionally. I just don't buy Here's it. Here's the I, other one, Bruce. We're going to have a building that, seven. The, yeah, building seven and uh, and the twin towers. We're going to have actually on that program. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be an extended format show, and we're going to have an expert who will come on the show and testify that, in his opinion, the entire thing was choreographed 
to fall as it did, he believes it was an implosion, not an uh, a deliberate, uh, a, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, a, a crashed airplane. Because the airplane had no windows, it had no markings, it had right. no tail number, and it had a bomb under the fuselage, clearly oh. visible, clearly a bomb under the fuselage, clearly visible on video and film and photographed with still cameras and cell phones. We so why would to, they have to put a bomb on a plane that they're running into the building? Why would To they make sure it came down. Well, it, it, you know, I, that one I don't buy. Um, oh, I, I do because of what you really? people don't understand what the World Trade Center housed. And we're going to talk about that on that episode. Yes. Well, I don't doubt they have, they hold, held many secrets. However, I did, you know, I listen to a lot of architects and, and World Trade Center was a very unique skyscraper. And mm -hmm. its entire base of strength was in the center where the elevators were. Yes. And that was the entire strength. There was no outer you know, structure that supported it. And that fuel certainly didn't melt the metal. Uh, it didn't have enough time to burn. But after, what, 20 minutes of intense fires, it certainly weakened it. Because sure. that metal got soft. And uh, finally, you know, when it started collapsing, now that the continual collapse is a little confusing to me. But I certainly understand the first, you know, 10 floors collapsing, but how it affected all the others that may not have had that heat effect. Well, and how it affected it was very simple. They were deliberately imploded. Well, that and is the only thing that doesn't make sense to me about that. Yeah. Conspiracy. I'm, theory I'm going to bring on someone who will testify to that. Fact. Okay. All right. Um, building seven was a unique case because. It was a building that housed FBI and CIA secrets that was part of the World Trade Center complex, but not connected to the, to the complex itself. It was about six blocks away, as a matter of fact. No, it was on the, across the street. That's what I understand. No, no, sir. It was about six <laughs> blocks away. I, if you know New York City, it was about I six know. blocks. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, straight up, honestly. You could look at the map of the city and, sh and see it for yourself. I did see a map, and it showed Building 7 kind of across the street. And it, but anyway, I you know, I didn't study that because I didn't buy it, so I right. didn't study it a whole lot. All right, the one thing we're going to talk about here is uh, uh, we're going to dedicate an episode to the Charles Lindbergh baby kidnapping. Why is it controversial? Because the man who they accused of this crime was a German named Bruno Hauptmann. Yeah. Bruno Hauptmann had an alibi and witnesses to where he was and what he was doing. Despite all of that, they still convicted him, sentenced him, and executed him to death here in New Jersey, by the way. That trial took place not 30 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. Wow. And wow. Charles Lindbergh was a New Jersey native. He lived here. In fact, there's a town in New Jersey called Lindbergh, New Jersey, um, hmm. named after uh, good old Charles Lindbergh. 
The controversy lies in did Lindbergh himself kill his baby or did he have oh, someone do no. that's oh, that, no. this is not something I even wanted to go there, but I have to because there are dossiers this thick on it. I'm not mm. even kidding. There are wow. there are dossiers like this. Here we go. That thick. It looks wow. like the New York City phone directory. Jeez. Uh, hey, what would really... be his motive? What would be Limber's motive for that? Exactly. I why? No, and that's why we're going to explore it. And it's a little baby. Well, it doesn't make sense um, to me, but you know, I I remember reading about that the guy who was convicted. What's his name again? He's Cut. right there in front of your screen, Bruno right. Hauptman. Hauptman. Yes, I, I do remember hearing some really interesting stuff and I can't remember the details, but it, it, it did, it did show him as a big question mark and whether he was really involved or not. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think he was. I really don't think he was. I think he was uh, to use Lee Harvey Oswald's words. I think he was a patsy. Could be. Yeah. There he is. There's Joe. Come on, can't we have a decent night? Night without that <laughs> thing in front of our face. All I'm going to say <laughs> is look at the earlobes. Okay. Look at the earlobes. And right. then we're going to go right past Joe without comment. <sighs> okay, different ears. Different ears, different nose. Okay, my favorite place in the whole world, Area, Area 51. Groom Lake. Groom Lake, Nevada. I lived... In Las Vegas, and I've actually been. Oh wow! I've landed a plane there. Hmm. At fifty-one at Groom Lake. Oh wow! I did. I drove right up to the main entrance in a uh, simulator. <laughs> oh, in a simulator. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you did too. Yeah. This is a place, by the way, that uh, for all intents and purposes, until Bill Clinton acknowledged it. No president before him even acknowledged that there was an Area 51. There it is. You're looking at it. Complete with 27, count them, 27 runways. Yeah. Wow. Okay. With five full fleets of ready jets and commercial airliners ready to take off at any given moment's notice. All right. Anytime. Now you're at talking about... Time. Something I know a little bit about, but I only know it through two people. You ever heard of David Adair? I know that name. Yep. Oh my gosh, has he got an incredible story? And then Bob, come on, what's Bob name? Lazar? Bob Lazar. And how about John Lear? Oh, John Lear, you mm -hmm. bet. Yeah, yeah. And Lear. how about Captain John Malcolm, who was on my show with me? Really. Who Blew the lid off of Area 51 and says, yes, there are craft there. Yes, there were bodies there. And yes, he worked on them. Was there a reason why there was 27 runways? When you find out, let me know. Uh, <laughs> can I tell you one story about uh, this David Adair guy? I've got the video. Sure. I, sure. I've read about him. Or no, I think uh, I think uh, AM 1500 had him on... Uh, you know, Art Bell. Oh, sure. Coast to coast. Yeah. And uh, this guy, as a child, 
he loved rockets and he studied them. He built them. He lived in Ohio. His dad worked for Lee Petty, Richard Petty's dad. Right. This is back when NASCAR used ulterior fuels, not just gasoline. Right. And so this rocket kid who taught himself um, calculus because he had to go places where his slide rule just couldn't help him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he taught himself calculus. He built these rockets. They got bigger, bigger, faster, faster, faster. He won science fair. There's articles about him winning these, these things as a teenager. Hmm. He's um, he, he, Some of the neighbors were some astronauts and a general who took notice of this kid. And he eventually built this motor, this rocket, that was propelled by some magnetic, it wasn't just jet propulsion. No, 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 no. This thing took off like a bullet. Yep. And apparently, I mean, this is such an incredible story, and this is from his word, his own mouth, so it's not hearsay. I've got the video. It's a VHS, and it's fantastic. I want to see it again. He He's ready to show this general and do this test and show him yeah. And in comes this black helicopter, or actually it was a jet, black jet. And out walks, just before they were to launch, out walks Bonhoeffer, Bonhoeffer, bon, not Bonhoeffer, the uh, rocket guy from Germany. Oh, um. um oh, geez. Um, uh, let's see, um. Oh, I can't think of the name. Uh, I know who he's talking on. about. It's but... Alzheimer's, guys. It's not Alzheimer's. It's Alzheimer's. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. This guy gets out of the black jet and goes up to our boy and he says, uh, you know what? Make See if you can have it land at this coordinate. Mm -hmm. he goes, oh, I can do that. So he did, and he and he's invited into uh, the jet, and they fly off. This kid didn't know what these coordinates meant, but he did it. And they set off the rocket. It took off like well, it wasn't a rocket. It took off like a freaking bullet. And they go for a little bit, and here they land in this area, this Area Fifty One. Yeah. And sure enough, there's the there's the jet or engine or whatever he had there he really didn't go into details of of how it was what type of structure it was if it looked like a right. rock what and he is um he sees it there and he says okay and then they they say to him they say uh you know we'd like you to look at something that that we can't figure hmm. out right he says, okay sure yeah and he's like i think he's like 21 or something and so they he goes towards the mountain at Area 51, and it looks like just a shitty old building, all rust. Right. The whole thing opens up. Yep. He says he walks inside, and he says that, that the there was it was such a huge room. He says you could take 10747s and you know put them in there. And yep. he says the whole floor could go to up and down. And he says it had these huge screws like sequoia trees. Okay. That's called that's called S four. Oh wow! And so, I know it, and I know Adair, and it was called the Adair Fusion Rocket. 
Very you, good. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Fusion, and, yes. 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 And mm-hmm. you'll you'll won't you won't hear anyone talk of the Adair fusion rocket today. No, because no. You, it's, let me finish the story. It's a fantastic story. So he, they take him into this elevator. And he's going down the elevator at Area Fifty One, and he notices one peculiar thing that he doesn't expound upon. But he noticed that there was light, but he couldn't find the source of light, and there was no shadows anywhere. Right. He just found that curious. Okay, that's beside the point. Mm. But it is a curious little thing. So he gets down there, and as he's going down, he's seeing some egg-shaped things with scaffolding and other types of craft that are just kind of hovering as he's going down. He's kind of looking around. And he gets to this place, and they take out this big canvas, and, and he realizes that this thing is the same type of engine as this fusion engine. And, but it's huge. It's huge. You can crawl inside it. And they want to know why it failed. And so he asked, well, can I look? Yeah, yeah, sure. So he's he's looking through this thing, and he he says the main the main crux of the thing is like a figure eight. It's a fi- infinity. Yep. And the source goes through it like that, and the center the very center of it had blown out. He says if that explosion had occurred anywhere else, it would have blown up, you know, whatever, you know, a city or something. Right. But this thing just blew out a little deal quit working. And so he's kind of asking these guys, come on, what, you know, you designed this. Why can't you tell me what, what's, you know, why are you asking me to look at this thing? Well, as he's climbing through this thing, he puts his hand on the metal, and he right. notices a very peculiar thing. This metal has this blue oscillation that's going out from his fingertips, this blueness. It's like he described it as on a chrome exhaust pipe of a motorcycle. You know how they get blue after they've been hot? He yeah. says the color was like that, that blue haze, but it was kind of a a wave flowing, it was moving, flowing thing. Anyway, oh, that's cool. Anyway, he he's starting to question these guys and realize that this is technology that's not ours. And he even says that. He says, this is not our technology, right, guys? And now he's, and they mentioned something about how they, they want to know the uh, warfare benefit to this type of thing. And they were talking mm-hmm. that type of thing. And now he's getting pissed off. He's getting mad as he's climbing through this thing. Right. And he notices he puts his hand down on this metal again after he's mad. And now that beautiful blue is now red. It senses his emotions. Yeah. And he said, my God, this thing's a symbiotic. Uh, uh, thing that senses the, you know, the the, the pilot or the senses the human or whoever's uh, input. And you know what's funny about his statement about that is that a lot of the ufology that I've studied, that is apparently even the Roswell crafts were uh, were flown by the mind over. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Anyway. So he gets out of this thing. Now he's pissed and. And he said, and he realized that they want to use his technology and this engine he just displayed for warfare use. 
And so he says, you know what? I got to do something. I, I got to shut something down. On the right. Rocket. He did it so the rocket blew up, right? Yeah. So now they're all pissed at him, but he says, fuck you, I don't care. And he he was hired by NASA. He worked there for 20-some years. Yeah, well, no need to do that. never, ever touched that engine again. Interesting story. And he talked so matter-of-factly. Yeah. Oh, it's just great, great. You can YouTube him. Just YouTube David. Yeah, I'm all in. No need to do that show now. Oh, so that's Mount that hidden Rushmore. room back there, huh? The secrets that lie in Mount Rushmore. That's that you, hidden chamber, isn't it? You won't see this anywhere else. Um, that's where they kept the tools to carve with. That's, all. that's that actually that hidden actually room. The hidden you room. are looking at what is yes. called the Hall of Records, and I'm going to show you a uh -huh. very, very close-up look. If yes. you can see in that little cutout square... Mm -hmm. There's there is what looks like a little black dot. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to show you that little black dot. That okay, is the whole of record. Here. Is this a picture of the Mount Rushmore during its during No, its... that's the Mount no. Rushmore now, today in present mm -hmm. time. I only saw three guys in that picture, but anyway, go ahead. All right. Yeah, it's supposed no, to have were, a hall of four, records. There were four heads. There were four yes. heads. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three three this way and one this way. Mm-hmm. You're looking at Abraham Lincoln's eye. Yes. Okay. I want you to take a good look at that eye. Mm -hmm. It looks hollow. It, not only is it hollow, it's glass. He's got a yes. glass eye. Why would Abraham Lincoln need to have a glass eye? To well, because you're being constantly monitored when you're at Mount Rushmore. Why? Yes. That's why. Why? We don't because know why. Why? But you... There's the Speak. Hall of Records. Mm -hmm. That's what we think is in there. That's what they're making people believe that's in there. But I think there's something else in there. Well, the Hall of Records. I'll tell you what's in the Hall of Records. Oh, mm -hmm. records in Egypt, right? No, no, no. No, this is no that's in, in South Dakota. This is in... in um, no, but uh, by the Sphinx, there's a Hall of Records. No, we're the different, different, a whole different region. Forget that. Yeah. This, this is, is in... I've never heard yeah. of the Hall of Records. At the Hall of the Hall of Records in mm -hmm. North and in, in South Dakota, Mount Rushmore, mm -hmm. More. Mm -hmm. is directly behind Abraham Lincoln's head. Yes. In Abraham Lincoln's eye is monitoring and surveillance equipment. You will not get anywhere near this Hall of Records. Nope. Mm -mm. It's protected like Fort Knox, and well, it should be. Because in this hall of records, I'm going to show you something in just a second here. There is that little black dot that I referenced. Yes. I want you also to take notice of the wall. Can you see that wall yeah, behind it's there? Yes. It's exactly what it is. It is completely hieroglyphics. Okay. What people don't know is that wall is completely filled from top to bottom, from east to west with Native American etchings and carvings and markings and writings. It is all Native American language. The entire inside and, uh, and the depth of the perimeter of the Hall of Records. What you're looking at here is a statement 
by the this this black etching here is a statement by the sculptor named Gustan Borglum, mm-hmm. who sculpted Mount Rushmore. And he etched, nobody knows what he etched, but we can see it's the first time we've ever seen clear enough to read what's on there. Um, I will tell you that you either love Borglum or you, you can't stand him because he was a racist and a bigot. And Mount Rushmore was built as a, according to some people, was built as a uh, a tribute to white supremacy. And that's essentially what it was built for. It was to celebrate. To that. What's that? I'm sorry to hear that. Yes, the truth. I can't make history, but I, I will interpret it and tell you what, what it was. That's what he and he said it himself. What does it say on that marble piece? I couldn't read those words. The essence of it was, here lies the secrets of mankind. Um, uh, and here's what's inside. And basically that. You know, here, here lies the secrets of mankind. Uh, human treasure for all to partake. Some bullshit like that. Yeah. All right. But here's what's in Mount Rushmore. The Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of the United States, uh, amounts of gold that you couldn't put in Fort Knox. There yeah. is nothing in Fort Knox, by the way. Well, actually, there, there's, there's no gold in Fort Knox, no. let's put it that way. There's a ton of medicine there and, yes. and virus and antivirus and diseases and cures. That's what's there. That's why it's so well protected. Gold isn't worth protecting with this kind of fortress, okay? No. Understand that. Let's talk about these two people we're looking at here. This is what we put, we talk about when we say uh, a glitch in the matrix, or some people think that that there's a glitch in the matrix. I want you to take a look at this here. Let's go back to that one. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. There are people who say, well, oh, these, these are time travelers meeting up with their... Let me tell right. you what these people are. They're twins. Somebody took pictures of twins. That's what they fucking did. Okay? There's no glitch and there's no... Ma- well, there is a matrix and we're going to talk about it. And if you look closely at those pictures that we just saw, you'll see very different people among these pictures. They all look like they're wearing the same... But no, they're not. They're no. all wearing different clothings, and they're all three different people. Now, Kennedy, we are going to do a show on John F. Kennedy assassination where you will see for the first time in a very long time the actual kill shot coming from the grassy knoll. You will see the muzzle blast, and you will see the rifle barrel. Is it that one muzzle blast that is uh, so grainy that you could say, okay, maybe? No, it's a pure white muzzle blast, and you can see the uh, you can see the the rifle barrel moving up and in. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, it's from a piece of film called the Orville Dix or- Orville Nix film. Mm-hmm. The Orville Nix film. 
what people don't understand about this, and this is why I love conspiracies. Abraham Sabruder's film is the one that everybody talks about. That film was edited no less than 400 times. That's a fact. That's a fact, and it's documented fact. And it's available for anybody who wants it. All you got to do is call the National Archive and request a piece of, uh, of uh, Freedom of Information Act, and they'll send it to you. Send yeah. what? Say again? They'll send you what? They'll send you the redacted materials. It's yes. Freedom, of Inf- Freedom of Information Act stuff. Yes. What? They won't send you the 400 edits? Or is that what you're talking about? Yeah, well, no, they're going to, they'll tell you what they took out, but it will be highly redacted. You'll get 71 pages of blank material. No kid. Yeah. It'll be all blacked out in black marker. If there, if there's nothing to hide, why are you redacting 71 pages of a 38 second film? It should have no consequence. You know, can I, can I make a observation here? Sure. I'm sitting here looking at this photo. Jackie's leaning over, grabbing apparently some brain matter. Yeah, so she said, yes. And here I'm looking at John himself, and there's his face, you know, side view with his ear there and his hair. You don't see any headshot. I mean, it's all kind of black, so maybe it's that's all. But I'll tell you what, I saw a lot of autopsy photos that show that a whole back of his head was absolutely blown away. And uh, well, and that was the problem. It shouldn't crazy. have been the black. The back of his head should not have been blown away. The front of his head should have been blown away. If the shot came from the back, the exit wound should have been in the front. It was not. The entrance yeah. wound was in the front. Right. From the grassy knoll. Yep. Yeah. There's the umbrella man. The yeah. so-called umbrella man. Um, we're going to talk about the car, too. The car is a big point of contention. There's the car. Ooh. Oh, there's one problem. Jeez. Yes. There's, there's one problem. With this. I haven't seen that one. Wow. Well, oh. there's a reason you haven't seen this one. It's never been made public before. The other reason you've never seen this one, it's not John Kennedy's limousine. Uh-huh. There's okay. a problem with this. This is the car they showed the public. That's not the car oh, the wow. president was in. You're looking at a four-seater. The president was in a six-seater. We're going to show you something. Take a look at this. Oh, yeah. The people in that car. There are six people in that car. Yeah, that's. There are two in the front, two in the middle, two in the back. The car you just saw was a four seat car. Two in the front, two in the back. There's the grassy knoll. Ah, chemtrails. Before we get the chemtrails, hold on. Let's go back to the president for a second. Yeah, please. There's the famous grassy knoll. What you're looking at. Uh, is a family, this was done in real time too, by the way. This was done later that day 
the people with the cameras there, those two gentlemen in the black suits, they work for the FBI. They're allegedly forensic specialists or whatever the hell they are. They asked this family to reenact what they did. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I was wondering how they could be there with their cameras right when these people were diving for away from bullets. Yeah. That was they on the episode them, that I saw. Mm-hmm. They they asked them to reenact what they saw. Yes. So and, and that's what they did. Mm-hmm. They, and then when they got up, they did what nobody expected. They ran to the grassy knoll. And the two gentlemen, because they are FBI, they said, well, no, the president got shot from that building behind us, right? Didn't he, right? Remember, he got shot. No, he got shot from here. This is where we were to the point where the man laying on the ground with his little baby changed his story because he finally realized what they were saying to him. You're going to change your story, bud, or we're going to fucking kill you. Yes. Is, is basically what they were telling them. Now, chemtrails. Are they real, Bruce Clark? Sure. Every jet you see in the sky that leaves them. But well, it, there's a difference between a contrail and a chemtrail. Is it in an intentional weather changing or or people polluting type of thing that the government's doing on purpose. I've seen some chemtrails and I've seen some videos of people cl- making claims that, yeah. that and in planes and um, showing these tanks inside these planes yeah. out stuff. And I don't know what to think. I'm up in the air. I have a pilot going to come on the show and talk about how for 20 years he sprayed all kinds of shit over the uh, all over the states, including this state. They are well, real. And they are they are no. a they are a sterility drug. That's what's inside. Is that right? Is that the story that you're hearing? Because I haven't heard that one. They are sterility drugs. They are to control. Yeah. I've the heard it. Offspring of. People and animals to control the growth of the planet in accordance. Listen to this one. Get ready for it. In accordance with the Georgia Guidestones. Yes. Yes. And they are. That that is another subject we will do on the show. The Georgia Guidestones. Yes. Now, Tony the Tiger. Does he have a black nose, Amelia, or a blue nose? I think he has a blue nose. He does, in fact, have a blue nose. Tony the Tiger never did ever have a black nose. Fruit of the Loom, Bruce Clark, with or without the cornucopia. Uh, I had a cornucopia in my mind. I recall that being the case. Um, in this case, you would be right on both of them because they did use the cornucopia and then removed it. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I remember That's seeing this the- one. This one is a, a trick. Well, mm-hmm. what's tricky about it? So they changed it. They didn't like it. Why? Why would that? Why is that so con- controversial or uh, conspiratorial? Because there are people who think that they never had a cornucopia. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Not friends. There are people who think they always had a cornucopia. Mm-hmm. Is it the Flintstones, Amelia, or the Flintstones? Um, I 
think it's the one on the left to me. You would be wrong. Really? It's What's the one on the right. F-L-I-N-T. S-T-O-N-E-S. Flint. The Flintstones. Oh. Oh, dear. Why is it called the Flintstones? Because Flint was a rock. Right. Oh, okay. Where did they live? They lived in a place called Bedrock. Bedrock. Right, right. That does make more sense. Okay. Okay. Is it Kit Kat with the hyphen or Kit Kat without the hyphen? I'm guessing with. You would Uh be wrong, Bruce. It was without. It's always been Kit Kat without the hyphen. So why are we even concerned about this? This ties into the glitch in the Matrix. Matrix, right. right. Amelia, Looney Tunes. Is it Um, Tunes, double O, or Tunes, T-U? Let's see. I'm going to say the T-U. You would be correct. It's Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. Because I remember watching that as a kid on Saturday mornings. Well, what, what, why would they be Tunes, T-U-N? Why can't they be double O like a, uh, <laughs> like a cartoon? I mean, duh. Because mm-hmm. that's not the name of the company was called Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. Because right. the tunes, you know, the things, you know. The, 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 the tune, the music. Yeah, music, you know. Looney Tunes, believe it or not, was not Mm -hmm. a cartoon company. It was a music company. Really? That did cart, yes. That got into the cartoon business. Mm -hmm. Looney Tunes. This is, there are people, Bruce, and I, again, let me hasten to say to you that if you understand what is meant by the glitch in the matrix, all of this makes perfect sense to you. And if you don't understand what it means, then none of this is it'll be, it's going to be Greek to you. None of this will make any sense. Um, I, I happen to think that, uh, among other things, I happen to think that some of our advertising over the years has been manipulated to fuck with our head. Oh, you think? Yeah, which I absolutely have proof of. I, I concur. I abso- have absolute proof of that. Um I also have absolute proof that for at least for at least the last 30 years, possibly longer, um, we have been living in, I believe, a simulated society. I believe that we are part of and I want to go cosmically with this because (laughs) the moon where mm-hmm. it is located was put there purposely. Hmm. The moon, yeah, the moon, mm-hmm. like it's artificial. The, yes, it's artificial. Mm-hmm. It's an artificial satellite. Yes. Okay. It's suspended in space. Hmm. Someone or something put it there, knowing it's what it, it be hollow and there's many uh, different. Or at least one species of aliens there. Keeping an eye on things. And the moon landing was fake. Oh, I, I, yes. there's uh, several. Oh, in yes. my opinion, several. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, what about how about how about the pilot or the astronaut Cooper? Gives them, one of them said, "Hey, when we landed in that crater, remember that? Mm-hmm. I forget what mission it was. They landed there." And they claim the astronaut themselves. There were all these 
alien craft yeah. on top of the crater all the way around it just watching them. Yeah, that was Buzz Aldrin said Buzz that. Aldrin, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But there's mm-hmm. even another one that's come out, I forget who, uh, bad memory, but mm-hmm. uh, the same story, same story. Oh, they're there. And then, Neil Armstrong was allegedly the first man to put his feet on the moon. Neil Armstrong, uh, if you remember when he supposedly came back or allegedly came back from that moon trip along with the other two astronauts, he said something interesting. It, 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 in fact, he, what he didn't say was even more interesting. But what he said mm-hmm. was, yes. it was fascinating to see where we've come from. <laughs> he said that. And then... Many, many years later, in fact, he died three or four months after this because I think he was killed. I, I think he was deliberately killed. He said, with Bill Clinton sitting there with another, I think Jimmy Carter might have been there, whatever, but two Democrat presidents. Neil Armstrong said, someday the secrets of space will be revealed. Someday a generation of young scientists such as this, and he went like this with his hands, someday a generation of scientists like this will uncover the truth about what we've done. He said that it's on tape for the world to hear. I have a copy of it that can never be done. Well, you know, may I just... Say this that you uh, know what they did, they fucking faked the moon landing. Yes, oh, I'm not buying that. The boots no. are different, the boot it's prints are absolutely different, absolutely without yes. a shadow yes. of a doubt. And, we, and we've got the film to prove it. Yes, we've got the film to prove it. Yes, from you NASA. do. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know, from NASA, we I have understand. the light bar falling from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I understand, and I've looked into this, and I'm I don't quite buy it because of this. They they didn't know what they're getting into when they did this. They planned everything, and they even had a simulation. You know, we're gonna take pictures. Yeah, the simulation the was the filming. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the film, the simulation was actual filming. <laughs> oh my god! Oh brother! <laughs> Oh, I got to smarten you up. Holy shit! Yep, the simulation was the actual filming yeah, of the pretend landing on the moon. I've had people start. on this show from NASA. Mm-hmm. I've had a guy who worked for NASA on this show saying they pulled off the greatest hoax of, of the century. Yep. Really? Brother. Yeah, the up. boot prints are so different. The boot prints are different. Wake up. The footprints are different. Mm-hmm. It's not the, the footprint. The flag, the flag is waving without any. No. Yeah. 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 How do you do that in zero gravity? Yeah. Well, I've never <laughs> nothing should move. Yeah. Nothing should move. I agree. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Boy, we are coming up <laughs> on an hour. Holy that shit. That is so fast. <laughs> wow. Fast, yeah, that was hour. a fast hour. Holy wow. shit. Wow. Bruce. Well, are we done? If you can survive this, we're going to make a man out of you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've studied a lot of stuff, and I yeah. believe a lot of things, but there's some things I'm still a skeptic, as you found out here. Yeah. So hopefully you want me back, even though I might 
you know, say, oh, okay, you're going to come back, but we're going to convince you that what's happening is real. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm all over it. I like to learn. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, yes. the more I learn, the more I realize that this don't is know. the kind of stuff we like. This is mm-hmm. what we like mm-hmm. out there. It's Beautiful. So- well, I'll tell you what, Amelia. Yes. The fair show. Oh, it was, fair yes. Show. Tell everybody what we got coming up. Some of the subjects we're going to be talking about. Yes, we do. Let's see. Get our my little book here because we got a lot of stuff. We got plenty, plenty of stuff, don't we? Really? Wow. (laughs) Hey, I got a lot of stuff. I can't memorize all this here. Uh, Let's see. We got. I'm older um, than I can. (laughs) July 5th, we got a great episode coming up. We got. We're going to be talking about Princess Diana coming up. And then. Yes, July seventh, we got Angelo Capone. He's yep. an, a Jerry Lewis interpreter. Jerry and, Lewis, yes, yes. A and a special surprise Lewis. guest. Plus and surprise guest. ladies and gentlemen, the one and only on July tenth, my my host Angelo's birthday. Oh, At me, yes, 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 yes. Bruce, what? Tuesday night, Princess Diana. That's the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was she killed deliberately by the royal family or was it a paparazzi accident? Paparazzi accident. That's what I. Mm. Oh, man. I've yeah. heard. I've heard. I've heard. I just tell Are you. Are you coming into this as a complete <laughs> skeptic? Where's the conspiracy nut in you? There's certain conspiracies that make logical sense to me and certain ones that don't. Now, you want to get into why numbnuts are leader <laughs> is uh, this country to the ground based on ignorance, based mm. on incompetence. I say poppycock that is intentional. Now, yeah. that's logic. It's the only thing that makes sense, that it's intentional. All right? Now, you want to talk about that? I got a lot of... But some of the princes died. My gosh, I don't know. They were chasing her, and the driver was drinking. And, you know, I mean, there were these pile of huge pylons that they crashed into. And it's so sad and horrible. But I'm going to read dub Bruce Clark. I'm going to call him Mr. Spock <laughs> because it's not logical. Yep. Not everything requires logic. Sometimes the truth is just the truth. Yeah. Sometimes there's no reason, no logic, no no rhyme to it. Sometimes it is just yeah. what it is. The inventor of the cup holder, we're gonna have to fill this cup with all this knowledge of all this yeah. conspiracy oh, stuff. Yeah. Right. There you go. That's just a new uh, intro. <laughs> sure. Bruce, tell everybody where they can get a hold of you. Ladder Dolly at hotmail.com. Ladder and what you climb. Dolly as in parton. And Dollar Dolly at Hotmail, uh, you can text me or check out my website, Invent Your Path, although we're totally rebuilding a new one. So, right. That's it. Yeah. And during the uh, the course of the show tonight, show everybody right there, we were showing this, inventyourpath.com and brucedouglasclark.com. Those are the same we showed people this. Mm-hmm. Bruce invented the Stadium and Arena Cup holder. And is the author of Create Your Own American Dream. Among his works, you can find uh, a lot of his um, blog type stuff on his website. Little thoughts, random thoughts from Bruce Clark. 
But I got a feeling nothing from Bruce Clark is random. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to come. <laughs> There's more to come. Tuesday night, there is more of Bruce Clark. Amelia. Yes. We will be back on Tuesday night with Bruce. Yes. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make a believer out of him. Trust me. <laughs> I want to make a believer out of this guy. I like Bruce. That's why he's back. For Bruce Clark, for Amelia Pitbull Chapman, I am the Mad Dog. We'll see you next week, everybody. Take care. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>